With the federal election underway, we wanted to take a closer look at the various parties' agricultural platforms and what they see as priorities. Glenda Lee Allen Vosser talked with Conservative candidate John Barlow. What do you see as being key issues, priorities for the ag sector going forward? Well, I think there's a few things that um, that we have really um, focused on as, as part of this election campaign. And, and it builds on some of the things that we were able to achieve uh, during this past uh, this past two years of Parliament. And I think it's, it's very unusual for uh, opposition members to have um, legislation passed through government. But uh, we had two key um, pieces of legislation pass uh, this past spring, uh, including uh, Bill uh, C206, which is exempting farm fuels from the carbon tax. Um, this is uh, critical when you see what farmers had to go through uh, when they were trying to dry grain, um, dry uh, heat barns. Uh, I've got a one producer here in my riding who has a poultry operation and, and heating his barns. Uh, the carbon tax cost him more than $20,000 a month. And that makes our farms uh, uncompetitive. And that is, uh, you know, a cost that they cannot pass on. That's something that they have to take on themselves. So by having the Bill C-206 exempting the farm fuels from the carbon tax is, is, a, is a great uh, benefit to our farmers, but also Bill C-208, which makes uh, important changes to the, the tax code, um, allowing or making it easier for farm families to pass their operation on to the next generation. We want to ensure that there is a, a long uh, tradition of, of farm families is carried on. Um, the other issue we want to focus on, as I said, is, is international trade. Uh, we want to open new markets for livestock, grain, oilseed producers, um, some of the amazing products that uh, that we're developing and processing here in Canada. Uh, we have seen um, the failure of the Liberal government and the impact that has had on um, our access to, to mark critical markets like India, like China, uh, like uh, the European Union, where we have not been able to take advantage of, of free trade agreements in place or failed to be able to negotiate new free trade agreements. Uh, and failures within uh, the COSMA, where um, we want to remove the, the limits on Canadian exports of powdered milk to third-party countries. Uh, in no other country in the world has uh, the federal government relinquished our sovereignty on our trade agreements uh, that Canada has in the United States through COSMA, and that's completely unacceptable. Uh, so we need to uh, focus on those international trade markets, open new markets uh, to Canadian products um, to be able to expand our reach uh, around the world. And I think, uh, I believe that that is, a, is a, an important aspect of our post-pandemic recovery. If we have not learned anything through COVID, it is the importance of food sovereignty. Um, Canadians, I think, have had much greater understanding about where their food comes from as they saw you know, empty grocery store shelves uh, on uh, early on in, in COVID. And we need to ensure that uh, we are self-sustaining. Uh, we want to increase processing and manufacturing capacity here within Canada um, to be able to, to meet our needs and, and meet the needs around the world. And to do that, we need to have, um, you know, greater harmonization of farm product regulations with our trading partners, especially the United States, uh, ensure our farm safety net programs, uh, our business risk management programs are predictable bankable and manageable. Uh, those are two things that we're going to be focusing on is to have that competitive regulatory and tax regime. And when there are times, uh, difficult times that we've certainly seen uh, this year with the drought across Western Canada and parts of Ontario, uh, that those business risk management programs must be accessible and timely. And uh, clearly, uh, when we've seen the Liberals delay and delay on programs like agri-recovery, 
um, that's just not making sense. Um, so we really want to address some of those things uh, to ensure that uh, farm families can take advantage of those new markets, but also ensure that they have uh, dependable uh, infrastructure to meet uh, those new markets when they become available. Uh, that is access to, you know, to rail, highways, to terminals, to, to coastline, um, to, to ensure that when we do have these agreements in place that we can access them. Um, and uh, we want to make sure that uh, agriculture is a key part of our economic recovery, and we know that they can be. Uh, we want to unleash that potential, but to unleash that potential, um, we need to be uh, ensure that they have the opportunities to do so. And other things we want to focus on is, as I said, reforming the business risk management programs, particularly agri-invest and agro-recovery, modernize the Canadian Grain Act and the Canadian Grain Commission. Um, and within the first 100 days, we will come up with a compensation package for uh, supply-managed um, operations um, as a result of uh, trade agreements that have been signed. So we've got some work to do, but I think it's clear that the Conservative uh, government, a Conservative government will have uh, agriculture first and foremost. That's John Barlow talking about the Conservative Party's agricultural platform. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glenda Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Fossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.